Please to Ecclesiastes chapter 12 for an opening passage of Scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, the book of philosophy in the divine library that God's given us, the wisest man ever on this earth, other than our Lord Jesus Christ and his great anthropological experiment of finding out what is the purpose for man under the sun, which means while he's on this earth. And we have the last two verses that ought to be memorized by our children and ought to be known well by every one of you. Ecclesiastes 12.13 Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And amen, and amen, amen, and the book ends. I hope that you're all wise enough to appreciate an author telling you what the conclusion is of his 12 chapters. Many cannot understand the book of Ecclesiastes because they cannot tell whether it's written as a fearer of God or it's written as an Epicurean because of so many things that are said in it about enjoying life. And so there's a great deal of confusion on the part of commentaries and preachers in the past as to exactly how to take the book of Ecclesiastes. Is it telling us how not to think, or is it telling us how to think? And we have preached through this book before, but we just want the conclusion right now. And the conclusion is stated right here. Let us hear the conclusion. And it is wisdom to appreciate the fact that Solomon brings this to a conclusion so that we can know exactly what we should get from the book. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter, all of his experiments, all of his research, all of his observations of human existence come to this conclusion. Fear God. When the Bible tells us to fear God, it means for us to have a reverential respect of Him and a love for Him that delights in pleasing Him without offending Him. It doesn't mean that we're paranoid of Him or terrified by Him. It doesn't mean that we run and hide from Him. It means that we run to Him because we do not want to displease Him. We do not want Him to be missing us. We want to show Him all the respect and reverence of His being and His office as our God. Fear God and keep His commandments. And we're going to look at some of those commandments today that are even taught in Romans chapter 12. And the book of Ecclesiastes has His commandments. The book of Proverbs has His commandments and so does the rest of the Scriptures. Fear God and keep His commandments. In sorting through the 12 chapters of this book of philosophy, we should come to the conclusion... Fear Him, respect God, love God, and keep His words. For this is the whole duty of man. There is no other responsibility placed upon us than this. Of course, His commandments include the love of God and the love of neighbor, which we considered last Lord's Day, but that's involved in the word commandments. But this is our whole duty. Don't let there be duties placed upon you, burdens or obligations, put upon you by the world or by your foolish flesh that think there are things you need to accomplish in your life. This is what you need to accomplish in your life. This is what I need to accomplish in my life. This is the whole duty of man, and that whole duty of man is to fear him and to keep his commandments. Then there's a reason given. 
Now we've often memorized Ecclesiastes 12.13, but few memorize the 14th verse, which tells us why verse 13 is so important. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. God sees everything you do in public or in private. He sees everything you think or you say. He's going to bring it all into judgment. And because it's all going to come into judgment, we want to be fulfilling the whole duty of man, and that is fearing God and keeping His commandments. So that when we stand before Him, we might stand there confidently, and when He examines our lives, find that we have feared Him and we have kept His commandments. Today we'll consider some of those commandments. This is a sober end to a book of philosophy. What is the purpose for man under the sun? Here it is. There's going to be a day when the sun and the earth and the heavens flee away. And we'll all stand before God and give an account of our lives. And we want to do it with joy. We want to do it with confidence. We want Him to be pleased with us so that we hear words, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Here's the conclusion of the whole matter. Let's fear God and keep His commandments. Let's look forward to what the Lord has to show us today and humble ourselves before it and examine ourselves in light of it. I can't address every one of you as particularly as I could if we were in private. But the Lord's given us this method of conveying His words to us. And let's humble ourselves, examine ourselves. And if there's anything wanting, let's correct it this day so that we're fearing Him and keeping His commandments in light of the great day of judgment that soon will be here. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, Blessed God, we come to Thee in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of David and the Son of Solomon, in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. We thank Thee for our Savior. We thank Thee that we might come boldly into Thy presence, though foolish, though sinful, though weak, because of Him who loved us and gave Himself for us. Our Father in heaven, we thank Thee that in your government of the universe and your love of your children, you have given us a divine library that includes this book of philosophy for the purpose of man in his life. And we see the conclusion of it and we thank thee for making it simple for your children to read and to understand that we ought to fear thee and to keep thy commandments. That's the sum of the whole matter. That's the whole duty that you've laid upon us. It is simple, O Lord, and we thank thee for bringing it to such a simple conclusion. Our Father, we know that a day of judgment is coming. And we pray that You would forgive us all our sins and iniquities and trespasses against Thee. Heavenly Father, forgive us the sinfulness that is in our flesh that tempts us and draws us every day of our lives. O Lord, have mercy upon us. And see that our spirits are willing, but our flesh is so weak. And save us. Forgive us and have mercy upon us. We're thankful that your ways are higher than our ways, as the heaven is above the earth, in your forgiveness and pardon towards sinners that come unto thee. Heavenly Father, have mercy upon us this day. And as we open your word, let it speak plainly to us. Let us humble ourselves before it and confess our faults and sins to Thee, and let us purpose in our hearts and minds that we will go forth to fear Thee and to love Thee 
and to obey Thee better than we ever have before. And let that conviction not tarry, but Heavenly Father, convict us heavily, even while we sit in this assembly, that we might prepare our hearts and minds and come before Thee and cleanse our hearts and hands, that we would be pure in Thy sight. Father, we thank Thee for our nation, its rulers, our laws that protect us and have provided much in the way of prosperity and peace for us, and we pray that You would yet preserve it. We pray for Your kingdom in all the nations of the earth where it exists, that You will strengthen Your servants, that You will feed Your saints, that You will gather Your sheep by the great shepherd of the sheep, the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank Thee for Your daily provision. Our tables are full. We're thankful for the health that You've given us. We're thankful for strength. We're thankful for all the means that You've given us that we might apply ourselves to. We thank You for the jobs and the professional callings that You have given these men and women. And we pray that everyone will apply themselves in a way that would bring honor and glory to Thee. And Heavenly Father, where our spirits are cold, where we've been mentally lazy, where we have not girded up the loins of our minds, We pray that You would stir us up in this hour, that we would be fervent in spirit, that we would be full of zeal for Thy house, zeal for Thy worship, and zeal for Thee, and that all of it would be to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. And whether we live or we die, it is unto the Lord. And He has our lives and He has our death. And Father, we offer both to Thee this day. And use us, we ask Thee, for the glory of Thy Son Jesus, who saved us. Heavenly Father, sanctify the praying that has gone on already this morning, the singing, the preaching, the psalm reading, the Lord's Supper, the fellowship that we're going to have together. Sanctify it all through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. It's in Jesus' name we commit ourselves to Thee and we ask You to lift us up now in the Spirit that our worship will ascend into heaven and be pleasing in Thy sight. Through Jesus our Lord. Amen.